When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your favorite, favorite aunts. aunts. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite aunts, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Aunts. Oh, there she is. Ready. Coming to you live in three, two, one. Everyone, it's Sarah Louisa, Jane Heath. Hi! Love it. How do you feel? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you just I feel good. I feel feel really good. I um, was trying to get a better cord because remember we were having all the problems with my thing last week? Yes. In and out, in and out, in and out. But I couldn't. Right. But I I think we're okay now, right? Yeah, you sound great. I mean, I'm on my earbuds, but... I mean, you know what? I think for now, like, I would always go over, like, consistency of connection over quality, always. Because, like, even at... Actually, you know what? There's something to that. Sometimes the quality of your connection might go down. But the consistency, if it's there, you know, you can always go up. Or something. Also, I can't hear you now. You're gone from me. Do that. There you are. Now I can hear you. Yes, I can. Here I am. Um, so I'm still in Bend, Oregon, due to snow snow apocalypse. Uh, working on my airstream. We've got new floors in. Well, the subfloor, not the like pretty floor. But there are no. What's the difference? Big because holes. I'm sure there are people like me who don't know exactly what that means. So the subfloor is just like the um, kind of the board underneath your nice floors. So it's the floor that makes that's the stability. So it's like a, often it's like a four by, you know, whatever, uh, two by four. It's not a two by four. It's just like a 48 inches by 96 inches to be exact. It's a, a thin board and you put, uh, you're going to put your laminate or whatever it is on top of that, but it builds the stability of her. So she has not, she's had a floor with dents and holes in her the entire like last 10 years. So this is the first time she has a consistent floor in her. So that's what we've been doing the last couple of days. I know. And I was up here speaking at a church and that was wonderful. Mm. Um, but just getting ready to drive back down to SoCal. Wow. But doing wow. really well. Let me tell you I what. I just met with someone. I can't handle the, that, 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 were, that, that drive. It's such a long drive. It is. It's 12 hours, which is why today we drank Holiday Punch by three birds. Oh, you know what I want? I want a beer. Hold every hold please. Um Sarah Everybody hold. Yeah. Um, Everyone people, hold. Tell us how you're Everybody doing. hold on. Just hold Ew. on. 
Keep holding. Hold on. Okay. Keep so happy New Year, friends. We are so glad to have you here. Cause we're gonna make it through, make it through. That song's a fucking jam. I don't care yep. who you are. So how the hell are you? Well, first of all, I would like to introduce the show. Welcome to your favorite aunts. Right. Officially, now Welcome. that Sarah is here, I am Bernadette Peters. Actually, you know what? No, uh, I am Sydney Porter. God rest his soul. Sydney Sydney Portier. Yeah, what did I just say, Porter? God, kill me! How disrespectful okay. am I? I'll be Betty White. <laughs> Coming to you live from beyond the grave, everyone. Cheers. On the grave, barely making it. It's a Friday. We made it, friends. Yeah. What a week. Yeah, I would say. First I, week of 2022. Yeah, it was. what was interesting was like I barely had any calls all week, and all the calls I did have got rescheduled to today for some reason. Ooh. And so I had the first call I just told my agent. I'm like, listen, I, I'm not ready to talk. I don't have anything new. Like I thought because <laughs> it's like, hey, let's talk after the new year. Like I was like, yeah, I'll get some work done between – you know, the last week of Christmas and the first week of yeah. the new, no, I, I actually did get a lot of work done, but not enough to have like a substantial meeting with someone. So I'm just like, let's not, let's not waste time, you know? But I do love that you have a book agent. That's exciting. Praise God. Um, so yeah, it's been a lot of just working on the proposal this week. My brain has been thinking and thinking and thinking about how to like say this stuff in a way where, um, one of my friends, uh, Melissa, told me when writing, she's like, stop giving, like, she's like, in reality, nobody really wants the crust of a pie. The cr- the, it's just there to hold the filling. Give them the jam. Just give me the jam. I want a whole, oh, I want a whole thing I of jam. I love the crust. Well, then you're, you're, you're great, but I don't know. I don't know about you, Sarah. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say I'm overall, gonna, no, I'd give, does. I'd give myself mm, 10 out of 10 for the most. I'm feeling good. Um, but what about I'm so glad. what about you? What are you feeling? How is things, etc. Things things are good. I, I like I said. I I think having the airstream have a floor in it has felt really good. I met today, and I shared with you. I'm part of the um, coaching. Like I'm in school to become a coach, so I'm in like a graduate program at a university, and it's a Christian university, and I kind of have a, some feelings around that, and it feels a little odd. So I, I've been a little uh, unsure about my classmates, and today I met up with two of them who live, happen to live here in Bend, and they're amazing. Like they were surprisingly, they seemed cool, but I was like, yeah. The thing about cool. it is, a lot of people seem cool. Like you, you just said, yeah, right. they, they seem cool, and then you get. It's like I thought that the people who the I was leading switch. a Bible study, exactly. I, like the people I was leading Bible study with back in the day, they were the coolest people. And I said, yeah, so I'm gay. Is that a problem? I was like, well, we don't, we don't know how we land on it. Bitch, you know. If you don't know, you know. If you don't know, you know. That is the best way to say it. But they ended up being like, I literally was like, I gotta, like, I want to hang out with them longer. And so I was running from the restaurant because I thought it was going to be like an hour. Uh, and it was like a little bit longer. And I want to hang out with them again. They were so cool as a couple. What a treat. What a dream. It's so nice to, to meet new friends. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, it is. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, this, uh, this evening, um, I'm gathering with some of the homosexuals to watch drag race. Yes. The homosexuals TM. We're getting together to celebrate our favorite pastime, our Super Bowl, our, our football, 
our weekly Super Bowl. <laughs> it literally is the Super Bowl every week. It's that exciting. Um, uh, Drag Race season 14 is premiering tonight on VH1. Not on Paramount Plus because, of course, they want to get the most dollars. So um, we found uh, someone who has cable. So we're going to go over there, going to be there with, with some... Friends with Benefits has a whole different meaning during the streaming years. Oh, I, I wish it had the regular meaning of it during the streaming years, if we're being honest, because I realized recently I haven't had sex. I haven't had sex since October, man. It's a long time. And you know, as a slut, like this is... <laughs> As like as the Blanche Devereaux of of this group of our friend group, absolutely. It's just as the Bla- as the Aunt Blanche that you truly are. I just really like there hasn't you know there has been no bomb in Gilead to heal my sin sick soul. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Gilead is dry. I have literally I have not crossed over any river Jordan. I have not waded in anybody's water. I have not been. Uh, <laughs> Touched uh, by the hem I of his garment. You know, none of these <laughs> things have happened for me. Oh. Oh, I just want to say before we go any farther, if you listen live, welcome to the party. If you don't listen, we're li- so happy to have you. Right? Yeah, we're having a good time. We're going back to a different time in a couple of weeks. So just like gear up for that. Everything's changing forever and back always. Back to our old time. What was it? Like, this is actually our old time. So it's going to be back to our other old time. Double old time. Oh, gosh. No, this is, is this our double yes. old time, uh, technically? Yeah, this was our first time. And then we went to Thursdays, so more people would join us. But then your girl went into school. Oh, getting a fucking edge. Choosing an education over a podcast that isn't paying your bills. You. Just kidding. I know. Why am I so selfish? I know. Anyways, I wanted to say hi to this little buddy, Ben. I love it. Fellow crust lover. Ben, oh, welcome. Crust welcome. lover. Anyways, if you're here live and you want to chat along with the show, please feel free to go ahead. You'll, we'll display the chat on the thing because we love having a conversation with with us while you go. And also, uh, tell us where you're joining us from. Are you joining us on? Yes. Uh, are you joining us on uh, your phone in a bathroom somewhere and listening in your AirPods? <laughs> I are you at know. work? Be honest. Yeah. Are you streaming us on the Twitch app while you're also gaming? Actually, I can see it. No oh. one's looking at us on Twitch. Maybe we should push. Maybe what we should do, right? For, like, we should get into like streaming. Like we should play like video games while we do it to up our game. We could become yeah. streamers. You have you ever played video games with me? No. I just get stuck in a corner like every time. I'm terrible at video games. <gasps> well, I don't think. I mean, like you can't be any worse than me. I mean, like what if? What about Mario Party? You ever played Mario Party? Yeah, that's the one that my niece and nephew are like, hey, can you just hand us the your controller? We'll take care of this from here. Why do you... What, listen, you need to like not allow them to take your power like that. How are you ever going to get better? How are you ever going to vanquish thine enemies? Oh, um, Cortland, yes. Right. Also... Um, oh, Cortland! I'm a big fan of Cortland Coffee, BTW. Um and you should Same. go listen to Cortland's podcast and um, as well as uh, he does this really cool Twitter space um, called Deconstruction Coffee Hour with his co-host um, at The Pursuing Life. I, th- 
oh, her regular non-user name escapes me right now. But they're super, super dope. Please go follow them all over the place. They um, are great. Um, oh, Tippy is so mad. It's so cold, so she can't go outside right now. She's whining. Um, oh, anyways, um, so yeah, have we have we covered how we doing? Her name is Megan. Perfect. I think we've covered how we're doing. I would love to hop into some of the stuff we've got. I'm also just mm-hmm. checking because I put out um, put out this whole thing asking questions today, so I might. Oh, I do have some. So. Perfection. Um, so yeah, let's just get into our um, our pop culture segment of the week. Or called, heard. Um, let's just give it a different title every week. We'll just call it the pop culture segment. Um, uh, it's a black fly in my Chardonnay. That's what this one is about. And I will say, <laughs> black fly in my Chardonnay. Black fly in Chardonnay. Um, the black fly in my Chardonnay today is the passing of Sidney Portier. God rest his soul. Um, if you don't know who that is, uh, one of the first black acting legends in American culture, a phenom. First to get an Oscar. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so truly just um, a magnificent, uh, magnanimous human. So rest in power, beloved. And that's all I got to say legend. about that. Um, but what do you got? You you added a few things going on in there. I don't think I've caught up with a lot of stuff, but my head's been, I've been building furniture. You're okay. And, Ooh, that's right up my alley. Don't be impressed. It's just the shit that's like Ikea level bullshit. But like, I've got patio furniture. I know, but I made it. Um, Okay, so one of the things I wanted to talk a little bit about is Kanye West. Can we talk about Yee? We can always talk about Yee. Yee. I have, people have very strong opinions about him. I used to have a strong opinion of him and now, meh. Anyways, what has happened with um, our friend? Uh, so they went on a date with a model it's all over the news this morning, except they were doing it to make a splash. So hired photo like photographers to do a photo shoot of them on the date. Like it was their second time ever hanging out. And he hired a bunch of photographers. Here's how I feel about it. I'll be honest. Kanye West makes me nervous in the way Michael Jackson makes me nervous. I think they're mentally ill people that we take advantage of as a culture and community. He has clearly shown that he has mental illness. And yet we continue to like, like his ex-wife is like, I love him. Also, he's really mentally ill and I couldn't stay in it. Mm -hmm. And we still are like, cool, cool, cool. Let's like not, I don't know, Kevin. I don't know. I I just feel very like I. The idea that you would go on a date with someone. Meanwhile, saying, but I still hope it works out with me and my wife. Yeah. Like, who is this girl that's going on a date with him? Somebody who wants to go on a date with Kanye West and who wants to be in a headline because, I mean, who would? It's it's the the fame monster in many ways. Uh, yeah. I am of the same mind. I think that especially uh, I have a beef with like white evangelicals who really like took advantage of his um his mental health and also his proclivity for faith which i actually i find quite beautiful right. um right. i i mean i haven't listened to his stuff in a while because when your public persona like dips in like like i'm sorry homie was hanging out with donald trump and caving for a lot of stuff like caving for a lot of republican nonsense and right. regardless of 
his mental health issues, like when you cause harm to other people, that's when I'm just like, I can't, I can't be bothered with you now. And I also think that like, you know, it's, it's exactly as you say, like the, I won't say culture takes advantage of him. I feel like he's just like culture feeds a wound that he, what 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 I'll say appears to be a fairly large, like mental health issue. And like, I also know, like I have, I have friends of mine who like, yeah. And I've got friends of mine, like who like really love Kanye, love his music, think he's a genius thing. And I'm like, Right. Have you heard him in an interview on The Breakfast Club? Have you heard him, like, you know, talking about issues of race in a way that's coherent and helpful? And I'll also say that they, the people who stand him the most are white folks. And I'm not – it. I'm just saying it. There, it, that's a sign. That's a sign. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. – God – Bless. You know what? Let's pray. We need to pray for Kanye. Everyone pray for Kanye West. Put him on your prayer list today. Pray for Kanye. I just feel like all of this was performative because I don't, I oh, cannot. Um, so we've all been, through, we've all been through breakups. We've all been through breakups. I cannot imagine. Me. I'm just kidding. My most, like my most recent painful one. I knew that he was with someone else. That's painful and hard. I can't imagine if it was splashed all over the media. And that's what Kanye is going through, right? Like his ex-wife, being in relationship with the guy from Saturday Night Live. What's his name? Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, who looks a little bit like, uh, <laughs> he looks like uh, Beetlejuice, but that's fine. He, um, Pete, okay, here's the deal with like Pete Davidson. I'm just like, I'm not saying he he's gives. He's attractive in a weird way. He's he's attractive in the way a douchebag is attractive. Oh, is that it? Oh, 100. He's, he's got like. One of those things where I'm sure he's not a douchebag, but I will say, like, he he brushes up against it real. <laughs> he brushes up against that. <laughs> and that's what it is. Because, like, again, he I don't. Dry, he dry humps douchebaggery. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And, like, you know, like, I, I feel like <laughs> if I hung out with him, I would probably have a different thing. But it's just like, uh, I it's like, it's like, it's the, the reason him. He scratches that bad boy itch, whatever. I don't know what kind of bad boy, but it's just like. Like, but you know, it's bad. You're not sure what it is even. There's no evidence that this is actually a bad boy, but you just no, feel like. No, it's like, he's like kind of like, a, he's, a, he's like a spicy boy, you know? Yes. He's a, <laughs> this episode is now called Pete Davidson. This is a spicy boy. But like, you know, he's kind of spicy <laughs> and like. It, he looks peculiar and he's funny. And let me tell you what, nothing he will make me want to drop my draws faster than a good joke. Oh. Except for money. Yeah. Really? Money over money over I, familiarity? So, well, see, well, it depends on how much money. <laughs> okay. Okay. Know, like, so there's like a chart. Yeah, you can like the the richer you are, the less funny you have to be. I mean, that's just a fact of life. <laughs> I mean, look that at me. Really look at you. Forward. Look at you and me. Like, we have to be really, really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're out here on the podcast stage, out here in the world, out here on the Patreons, like you know, tap dancing for a supper. Pretty. Much. I'm just kidding. Uh, we still need to post our live one because it was one of my favorite episodes, and we never posted it. Which one? 
Oh, from at Wild Goose. Yeah, maybe we'll 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 put a bonus episode out soon. We should do that. We should do that because that was really fun. This is also also a reason why we need to do also another reason why we need to do a live show. And I'm trying to talk to Josh and Adrian about uh, everyone. This is why you should, if you're listening to this now or later, just flood Josh and Adrian's inbox. We need to do a podcast tour. I think we need to get the gang together. I think we need to go to just like the cities that we all live in. Mm-hmm. So that way we already mm-hmm. have connections. We don't have to do much. And also we just get to visit each it. other in each other's cities. And, and then like, all- people would love it. We can do short episodes. Like everyone can do just like little short episodes. Yeah, a little 30 minute. Everyone actually, you know, like 30, 30 minute episodes that actually all bleed into each other. And it's all just like, <gasps> it's actually just like, it's One just, episode. we do two, we do two, epi- like, we do two hours of content. But like, yes. um, we just like, you know, like break it up into 30 minute things. And then we put part one, part two, part three, part four on different podcasts. And we have to tell Blake that we're going to cut out for the two hours of content. We have to cut out Blake's um, silence when Blake is really thinking. Mm, I mean, <laughs> but like, I, I love Blake so much. I do. He's truly the, he's tr- like Blake testing from ex evangelical. Yeah. Just to let you guys So while know, we're sorry, on the subject, if you, really if you haven't better. subscribed to our podcast, um, please do that on do. all of your social media platform or your podcast platforms. And also subscribe to making spaces, please subscribe to a tiny revolution and, um, subscribe to all the other shows. Oh, let me tell you what, uh, Ben just said something. Everyone's an artist until the rent is due. I think that can also to apply to the art of comedy. I was seeing that on TikTok, I think, going around where people were talking about just like um, how so much of the creation of something, even like something like this for you and me, like how we have the space, like we have an hour on a Friday to sit down and, you know, just bullshit around. Right. And in some way, this is contributing and to every week surprise that other people show up. Yeah. And other people are kind of fueling this in many ways. Um, and that we also, how many people want to do that, but at the end of the day, they're wondering how they're, again, how they're going to pay rent. Right. It's just very interesting to see, like, yeah. Anyways, let's not get dark. Let's get back to. The topic at hand because well, otherwise I wanted to talk about go no I was just gonna say let's get back to the topic at hand well the next topic at hand is not a light topic so coronavirus never uh, still around guys just kidding just kidding never heard of her I uh, mean, she's got new names literally she has changed her name more is, than uh listen more than who's used her name a lot P Diddy more than Prince or P. Diddy. Yeah, P. Diddy really changed his name. It was P. Diddy, then P. Diddy Combs, Sean Puff. Combs, Puff Daddy Puff Combs. Daddy Always yeah, Puff Daddy. Names. And now he got to P. Diddy by the I think he's still P. Diddy, P. Diddy. right now. Sean P. Diddy, Puff I mean, Daddy, Cone Daddy, Daddy Diddy. <laughs> Coronavirus. We are on Omicron, which sounds to me like some sort of uh transformer. But I was reading in the Canadian news, which I thought was people were sort of critiquing. I was sitting with some folks who are a little bit outcome vaccination hesitant. And they, I was not sitting with them in person because I will not do that. But uh, they were saying that 
Um, well, in Canada, a lot of people are vaccinated, but they're still having to shut everything down. Here's why. Friends, the vaccination does not mean that you will not get the virus necessarily. It means that if you get it, you're a lot less likely to get it badly, like a mm -hmm. lot, a lot less likely. So you're a lot less likely to uh, ruin hospital stays, but you may still stay in the hospital, which mm -hmm. means beds are taken up. So in Canada, they have really strict bed uh, and nurse ratios. And so we don't have those here because, you know, capitalism when it comes to medicine. And so uh, the reason that a lot of things are shutting down is the hospitals are getting overwhelmed because the hospitals have less of a capacity. Mm -hmm. Why do I say all that? Because stop trying to give an excuse for not getting vaccination because people are still going to the hospital. Crack, they are. And we're going to continue this cycle until enough of us stand up, get vaccinated, and make it where it our poor healthcare providers, like all of my friends here who are exhausted and tired and so frustrated of this bullshit, friends, mm -hmm. they are so tired of this bullshit. Mm -hmm. So, and I know that if you're listening to our podcast, we're probably preaching to the choir. We are. Um, um, what I found, this is where I found a little bit of solace. in a lot of this is recognizing at the heart of this for me, like when I really like in my highest self, which of course, when I'm smoking, it's all the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> No, I'm no, not. not. <laughs> Call me out. Um, but I, I recognize that the people who are unwilling to get vaccinated, which are they are the same people who stormed the Capitol, are the same people who believe that the election was a hoax, um, are a victim <sighs> of deliberate misinformation. And yep. as, as much as it pains me to kind of admit on like the – I don't want to place blame. I'm just like, because people are where they are for any number of reasons. Like, and it, the thing is, is that the racist machine works. The racist machine has been working and I can no longer, at least for me, I can no longer remain happy and peaceful when my rage continues to be against people who are actively being lied to. And, right. and I, I, again, I know that's like, it's, I'm not saying other people don't have to be upset or, or you, you're not allowed to be rageful or you're not allowed to be pissed off. Like I have all of those feelings as well. And also like where I come to at the end of it is that's how I am dealing with it. And I can't, it's just like, I'm like, I can't be responsible anymore. Like, that's really the thing is, like, I feel like so many of us feel the weight of this responsibility. And I'm going to say, like, the weight of the responsibility is on our national government, who is failing us, if we're being honest. We live in a country where people yeah. um, uh, are, are uninsured. And so even if they survive COVID, they are going to have bills that they can't pay. You know, mm -hmm. they're going to have, there's, also, there's a red cardinal in my yard, and that's a sign for me. So I'm like, hey. I see you, Holy Ghost. What is the sign of? It's just that like, hey, pay attention. This is important. And so whenever a red corner um, shows up, I'm just like, <gasps> so yeah, that's just, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't even make comments about it that much on the internet anymore because it's just like the people who follow me know where I stand and know where I want to do. And it's just like. And our work is for them. And our work is not for people who that's not the case. Right. Mm-hmm. If they want it to be like, you know, I'll say first and foremost, my work is for myself. I enjoy it this much. 
I love that. And also, um, yeah. So sorry. That's that. What do you think about that? I know I just threw a whole bunch of shit on you. No, I think you're right. I think um, Sierra, bring Sierra's comment up there. Compassion is so hard on some days. So mm-hmm. Oregon just established crisis standards of care. Sierra lives in Oregon. It is, um, it's so hard when the day, like you want to have grace. I think that's the thing, right? Like we want to make space and have grace for people until it's actively harming other people. But then we have to understand too, that everybody is being fed a different narrative. I mean, from all the algorithms that like make sure that we only hear what we want to hear, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like it really is the, it's stacked against us ever overcoming and bridging the gaps. Um, Mm -hmm. So we've got to do that work on a very local level. And, you know, I talk about this all the time. You can't change things on a macro level unless you're capable of engaging it at a micro level, right? Talking to the people, your, your person that you say, Hey, this, I don't want to talk to you about this, but I know that there's a potential. And I think the only way people change, you know, the Christian Mm -hmm. church doesn't always get things right, but this idea of relationship (laughs) being the only way people change, it's unfortunately true. Yeah. I don't think that's, that came originally from the church though. So no, it didn't originally come from the church, but you know, people are all the time like relationship, you know, let me tell you you what I say that God is not religion nor relationship. God is merely reality. Think about it. It's a reality that you can either choose to just accept or not. Um, I actually quoted you this week. So I'm speaking at an event for pastors um, about mm. embodiment. And the reason being is that the oh, guys that were originally presenting about holistic embodiment, we're talking about their bodies as if their bodies were something in the other room. And as someone who is uh, someone who has, moved through eating disorders and done a lot of therapy and counseling around that, I'll tell you that there's nothing easier for me than to feel as though my body is something separate from me and something that should be punished, right? Like, Mm. uh, it's this very easy. So I was having this whole conversation and I had this thing where I was like speaking to the person who's running this, uh, this big conference that we're doing. And I was like, yeah, I just need to stop you there because you're acting like God is that something that's something way over there. And I was like, and as my friend, Kevin, constantly is reminding me God is in me and through me and I am not separate from the divine and neither are Hmm. you and like scripture if you want to go use scripture it's very clear about that and he was like clear yeah that's true so then they started talking about embodiment and also like this idea as a very present and like very in touch Hmm. thing so I'm really excited so I get to have an hour and a half with a bunch of evangelical pastors talking about why the way they talk about bodies as dangerous as problematic, not just for themselves, but for others. That I think is like the biggest, that right there is what I, I'm very interested in seeing for like, well, like I, I can't remember where I heard it, but it was basically, I think it was like one of the woo-woo people out there, maybe wrong. No, it was um, Sadhguru. Sadhguru said, um, uh, you want people to care about the earth. You want people to care about the trees and the environment, but they don't even care about the, their own bodies. They don't even care about mm-hmm. the, the, the peace that they feel within themselves. How, why do you think, how are you going to get them to care about other people when they don't even care about how they feel? And that's the thing mm-hmm. is that I would say the majority of people are so scared and they're just afraid it's going to get worse. And so they just cling to 
you know, something that even though it's painful is telling, like saying, this is the way, this is salvation, this is salvation. And so Uh I just have such pity on those people. That's what I have. But also like empathy and compassion. I've been staying with my nieces who you met. They're like my, uh, they're one of my best friend's children and call me Aunt Sarah. But um, we've been talking about the word empathy because one of them is eight and having a really tough time understanding her little sister who just turned five why she has uh, to care about how she feels about something let me tell you what that that age she literally is said hard. the other day oh it's so hard and my friend has raised them where they've learned to like express themselves which is great and wonderful but really hard right now because she literally said to my friend the other day because my friend was like you got to get ready for school and she's like but we have a delay she's like yeah but mommy still has to go to work so i need you to get ready because i don't want to be i have a call and i can't be checking in on you getting ready while i have a call and she goes that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. I've got to say, I was res- like, I'm so. <laughs> I, res- I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. I'm just like, it is, but you have to guarantee by the time it is time for you to go that you will be ready. Can you give that to me? Because if not, we're going to have to have a different conversation. That's all I would do. Right. Oh, God. So if, I had a a, if I had a kid, I, listen, I don't want a baby. I want like a six or seven year old who talks like that. Let me raise them from then on. I would shape the shit out of that kid. My friend might be bringing this child to you. No, she loves her daughter and her daughter's great. But she literally said, I don't understand why your work affects my life. And she was like, in every way, my work affects your life because you couldn't have the life you have if I didn't work the way I do. It was the funniest conversation. And so her and I went for a hike while her daughter (laughs) changed changed her gears and it, we came back totally different kid. Um, mm. But it was that whole idea of like learning empathy. And she's been great ever since her mom kind of said, look, I'm going to give you space, but here was the wisest thing. I'm not giving parenting advice, but watching my friends who are parents here, they're like ninjas. She said, Hey, you and I aren't like, we're kind of out of flow right now. How about if we hug each other? Would you like a hug right now? And let's breathe together. And she hugged her and they breathe together. She's like, I'm going to go for a hike. And then when I come back, I'm going to let you make the decisions that you think are the best to make. That girl fed her sister breakfast. She got dressed. She was ready to go to school. But before that, she was all ass and sass. <laughs> she was just like, because it's like we're all learning to set boundaries, right? Yeah. And I think like, you know, what's interesting is just like that is how the, that child believed she needed to set her boundary. You know, that's how Mm -hmm. she believed. I will only be heard if I talk this way. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, to hear differently. Yeah. And whether or not, like, it's just like, well, where did they learn that from? Doesn't really matter, does it? Mm -mm. I'm just like, just Ben brought up a really good point. There's so much baked in by the time they're six or seven. The worst is having to reprogram your own bad programming. Yeah. I often have heard. Uh, counseling or therapy described as reparenting yourself. Mm-hmm. This is also something, you know, another plug for one of our friends, at least uh, Dr. Tina Semmer, Shemmer Sellers. Dr. Tina Shemmer Sellers. Shemmer Sellers. Um, Dr. Tina, as we call her. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Tina, sex therapist, parenting, um, badass, um, wrote a book called Shameless Parenting, which is literally a guide for like what is developmentally appropriate to talk to your children about like around like, you know, behaviors, like both like just like social mm-hmm. behaviors and also sexual behaviors and like sexual 
development, things that you can talk about, things and how to talk about them. And basically pointing back to the fact that just like when your kid does something and it sets you off, when it's literally just them being a kid, that's your shame being activated. That's your trigger being activated. And it's information, right? You always talk about something being information. Yeah. We so often immediately go to crisis instead of, huh, this is information. I went, I felt really uncomfortable in this space. Why did I feel really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in this space? Or my kid did something really, really weird and it caused me to be so upset. Why did it cause me to have this large reaction when it's literally my kid just spilled something? Like, for example. What's the worry behind the worry? Yeah. That's something that happened in my family. Like, I would spill things. My dad would go off on me, which is also the reason I still have, like, fucking, like, weird things around dropping shit. And I just feel stupid. Um, No, I've seen you have a moment when I know that there's shame in the room that isn't in the room currently. hmm. Like, when you spill something when you're cooking or something doesn't go right, I can almost see young Kevin. Now, you catch yourself very quickly and you redirect Hmm. the child in you. But I think there is that thing where we're like, and I have the same thing when I misplaced something because as a child, not knowing I was ADHD, I lost mittens, hats. And my parents constantly said to me, if you would just be consistent. And my parents were doing the best they could to parent. They're great parents. Mm -hmm. But they were constantly saying like, why are you showing up so great over here and not great over here? Little did they know because I'm ADHD. And I Mm -hmm. literally, to show up over here, my brain is not able to be also over there. Listen, listen, Jesus might have been able to appear to 500 people at once, but I am not Houdini. No, but I will like think of 500 things at once and because I, I literally have an ADHD. And brain. you know what? I will follow Jesus 500 miles and I will follow him 500 more just to be the good Christian who would boy. walk a thousand miles. Five. Yes. Beautiful. Um, do you want to get to some questions? Yeah, I do. Um, things I would love to bring into the new year. If you've got a question, please send it to askyourfavoriteants at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the air. Everything is uh, anonymous. And um, we will uh, answer your questions on the air. It can be everything deconstruction, family related, um, dating related, drug related, mental health related, um, clergy, you know, ministry related. Um, Makeup related, um, skincare related. We've had them all. Yeah. Um, And going forward in the future, like what I would love to do, and this is like obviously like, you know, or having a planning meeting on the air. What I would love to do is like maybe let's welcome like, to us. Yeah, let's do like maybe like we'll pick out for like for February. We're gonna do a series of shows where we're let's talk about sex and let's get Tina on the line and let's get like yes. some other you know let's just some other sex manifest first. that February. February is about relationships and sex, bitch, because it's Valentine's Day. Ugh, listen, your favorite aunts are gonna get saucy and sexy, so get your questions in around sex and relationships and love and fucking shit. I don't know why I said fucking shit again. Sorry. I don't know either, I'm but sorry. I will say this: uh, the questions that I have today are all about New Year's, so it feels like January is all about like new habits, new movements. So in January, ask us any questions you might have about starting new plans. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? What are practices that we have? Yeah. The person asked, uh, what is something that you're adding or subtracting from your both of your lives Ooh. in 2022? I've got both and. Okay. Let me think. Okay, you go first. Do you know? Or do you want? No, you go first. I do. So for, for me, adding, um, it's kind of a, I always like to think of things as like an invitation. Like I feel like I've been invited into something. So the something, the something that I'm adding is that um, I 
as we know, am a runner who has something called plantar fasciitis because a bitch about it all the time. And my I went favorite to thing a about specialist. You, TBH. Is that I bitch about my plantar fasciitis all the time. I'm just like, the bitch got a plantar. A plantar fasciitis. <laughs> Her fasciitis is plantard. Um, so I uh, I went to a doctor who said to me, yeah, you have plantar fasciitis and it's chronic. So guess what you have to do every day? Yoga and stretch. Bitch. And as someone whose brain does not prefer the slow movement of yoga. I just want to get in, get going, which makes sense, especially with like all my eating disorder stuff and my feelings about that. My body needs to be punished for it to be exercised. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm on the seventh day of doing yoga daily. Um, Are you doing yoga with Adrian? And I'm doing, I am right now. I missed one day, uh, both my friend and I, but I had done a yoga movement in the morning. Just not, not with her, with Adrian, um, not with her, uh, but I'm going to do the 30 days of that. So I've added that. Um, and it, it's hard uh, only because it's slow and it requires me to just really get in mm-hmm. touch with my uh, That's body the thing about different. Adrian's flows is that like they're so accessible, but they're, they feel so, so – I'm like, am I doing anything? And then, like, oh, man. That's what I like. For some people, it's not accessible, and I get it. So I would also say if um, something like yoga with Adrian's not accessible, um, I would suggest uh, the underbelly yoga with Jessamine Stanley. Um, I also have, mm. an, uh, I also work on her app. Um, and she is a fat black queer, um, also non-monogamous, uh, yoga teacher and her shit is super accessible and delicious. And like, you know, you know, she doesn't, you know, she does, she looks like a different kind of delicious body. Um, anyways, well, that's, that's something great. I love Adrian because she'll just start singing like random, like she definitely has an ADHD. hundred percent. Uh, so um, so I've been doing that and I, that's been a good addition. I also started, uh, just being really mindful of my finances and like really doing like, cause I avoided them because they make me uncomfortable and I'm not great about that. So I've added that as well. Mm-hmm. Subtracting. I don't have anything. So I want you to go first and I'll see if I can think of anything. Mm. <clears throat> well, first of all, I don't understand why anybody does. Uh, well, I, 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 that's not true. I understand why people do a lot of things. Um, but like when people, I feel like when people do fasting, they see it as a punishment, you know, or like, right. so like if they're doing dry January, it's a punishment. It's like, oh, I, I, I drank too much before, in, and so I got to, I got to totally cut it off. Or it's a binge, so they could binge it before because they know they're cutting it out in January, and that makes yeah. And then, it, or then at the end, they're just going to go right back to it. But really, like fasting from anything is a, as a spiritual practice, I think is a beautiful thing. Um, and I just, you know, I've never, I'm, I'm not one to deprive myself of pleasure. And that's just kind of a thing for myself. I think that's shocking for everyone to hear that. <laughs> You're absolutely. I'm so, <laughs> I, I so beat myself up all the time. I am. And that's the thing is. Like, Actually you do, but your healthiest moments are when you walk away from that. You can be really hard on yourself. You can. Am, do I? Every now and then. Of course, every now every and now then. And who, then. Do, who is And this? when you are that way. I, and I've told you this before as a dear friend of yours, when you are that way, I love to see you quickly repair. This is my niece, Joy. She just turned five. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're singing to you. Say hi. Hi. Hey. They can't hear you. Can I come out in a little bit? We'll play. Yeah. 
Okay, did you need something? No. Okay. I just wanted to say bye. We're picking up Sissy. Okay, go pick up Sissy. I'll see you later. What a darling. Um, things, um, I think, well, like, I haven't really added, what have I added? Um, I don't think I've really added anything. I have, um, I, I'm doing the yoga with Adrian 30 day thing. Usually I was just doing a couple times a week, but what? Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm on day five though. I'm behind. Um, so I'm just going to go up my, I'm going to go my own pace. Um, but uh, I've truly enjoyed just getting back into that little stretchy stretch, especially after like being away from a practice for a week or so. Um, I am trying to figure, I want to find like a queer or gym in town. Um, Cause like, I just, I, I, I've been going to this one gym for a while and it's fine. It's just so painfully straight. And Can I talk a little bit. We talked a little bit about this offline. What does that mean by painfully straight? It's what is painfully like, straight about a gym? Cause that might be confusing to some people. Ugh, painfully straight is like, the a the fuck like the music i'm like why are we listening to this like nickelback like you know washed up b as like painfully white yes painfully white painfully straight um just like you know very broy and that's fine cuz that is like the environment i knew what i was getting myself into in some ways and now i'm realizing that just like it doesn't feed my soul and also like and this is maybe this is just my perception, but the people I, I look around and uh, I feel like some people are there punishing themselves rather than like truly engaging in the joy of their body. Because when I'm there, like I'm having such a fun time figuring out what I can, what I can do. Um, but all the other people, like this one person next to me, was just like, oh God, I wish this was over. I'm like, huh? I mean, like, I get it. But also, can I ask the people who are listening? I want to hear what do you guys do for if, if whether it's movement, embodiment, whatever it might be. What is what? What are something that you like enjoy? Yeah, doing? and for me, like I because I think so many people are doing exercises they don't enjoy. And also, I think there's something weird. Something someone pointed this out to me that in American culture, um, exercise from a very young age, from elementary school, is equated with punishment. And so oh, think about that. Me five Drop and give me fifty. You know, go run a go run a lap. You know, you're gonna have to do you know, quote what they call suicides. Mm. And I'm like, oh my goodness! I'm just like from, from like, it's never encouraged. I was like, hey, we're gonna like enjoy what it feels to like run at our own. Like if I from like a little like I like running now, and if someone had told mm-hmm. me the proper way, like don't run any faster than you can breathe. Like, that's it. That's the whole fucking trick to running. It is. How fucking stupid is that? And eventually you'll be able to go faster. Yes. And like, it's so wild to me. I'm just like, you know, I can run, I can run a couple miles, like without stopping. Granted, like, but just like, I'm doing it in like, you know, like probably close to 18 minutes because like, that's my pace. Who cares? Because that's mine. But if you enjoy it. Exactly. And so that's the thing. I wish that, um, I wish that, um, I wish I felt that at my gym. So it's just, I, I'm just curious. I need to investigate my feelings a little bit more to see if I'm like projecting some stuff or like, um, but so, so that's one part of it. Um, I will say the thing I'm probably, I'm not really subtracting anything. Um, 
I mean, I'm just like, I mean, like, I feel like, cause again, like my year, like I don't run, I don't run on a calendar year. I run on a lunar year. So. Oh, talk more about that. Oh, my new year started back in October. The witch's new year. Samhain. Oh, I didn't Which know. is also, the, which is also technically the beginning of the liturgical calendar. So just like for me, my, my shit starts like. I start in like, for me, like the beginning of my year is really like top of November, energetically speaking. That's okay. when like, so like right now I, I feel like I'm in the third month of a cycle. And the moon, what's yeah, happening but, with the moon? It's a new moon. Right now? It was a new moon on the, on the, uh, on the second. It'll be a full moon on um the six no uh the 16th yes next full moon is on the 16th um so um. i just want to check out people are saying the things that they do that they love is someone genuinely loves jogging me too uh that's been again like 12 mile pace is perfect Great thinking space. I agree. That's why I bitch about being mm -hmm. injured. Ultimate Frisbee, hiking, yoga, going to the batting cages and snowshoeing. Those mm -hmm. are fun. And then yoga mm -hmm. is where I get to see what my body can really do. And it soothes my nervous system. That mm -hmm. has been the thing. I'll be honest. I go to the mat begrudgingly. And I'm not saying that if something like it's good for me and not punishing, but I go Whoa, to the mat. There is like, a Ugh. mess of birds in my yard. Like I'm talking like... Mean? I'm talking like a whole flock of these giant ass blackbirds are just in my yard searching for Black food, apparently. Which I think I hope is good. I hope they get whatever they need, but like it's just so wild. It was like, wow, nature. Nature. Tippy, Tippy is mad as hell looking at these birds. They're very pretty, though. I'm sorry hey, to we're distract. getting ready to be on an hour. No, you're doing great. Is there any question that you had? Because the other questions mm -hmm. I. Don't think they apply to what we're talking about. Do you have any questions from anyone? Um, I, I do not, um, but I do want to share my vision board. Oh, good, because we we're going to talk about it this week. So perfect. Yes. So <gasps> here we are. I love it. Um, so I'm gonna um, gonna I'll zoom do in on next week. Yeah, you bring yours in next week. Let me go to. So here we are. Um, as you can see over here, we have this big fat phrase, unbearable compassion, because that is exactly what I'm interested in this year. A year of unbearable compassion where I just love myself so fucking fiercely. Um, I love this phrase, magical work for magical pay. Um, love that. Sydney, Australia, the lover's card, a lot of lover's theme going on. I want to find um, a nice man or a man type person to date. Um, I love that a man type person. Yeah, I love it. Card crystals everywhere. I would like a new Mac, um, so I want that. Oh. Um, I want some kind of camper van situation. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, you know I'm into that. I want an electric vehicle. Um, I want to rest a lot. I want a lot of these cute outfits that I have on here. Rompers. Yeah, rompers and dresses. Um, I really, like, I am actually very inspired by Jonathan Van Ness, and I would really like to embody more of this delicious, genderqueer, de like, fabulosity. And I hate, I used to hate using that 
word or a derivative of the word fabulous because it made me feel like a faggot. Uh, but now I fully embrace the fact that I am indeed one. So no big deal. I would love to get on the out 100, like top 100, like like influencers of shit. Um, I like. To I don't know what that is. Out 100? Oh, it's it's just like um, you know how there's always like those like 50 over 50. Um, it's that but gay. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, out 100. I get it. Yeah, it's a magazine. Um, so I am so excited to make my um vision board. Can I ask you how did you make yours? Uh, is that was that in person and you scanned it, or did you cut those things out digitally? Oh yeah, I just used Canva. You just put something in there, and then you click background remover, and then. <laughs> just a little tip, friends. It's I will very be making mine that way. Yeah, I'm just like because I don't have magazines, and I don't care to use paper. I mean, like it's good if you're a tactile person, you want to do that. That's great. I'm not that girl, and also I don't want to go buy a bunch of magazines just to cut them up. That to me. I'm not going to mm-hmm. use the majority of that paper. So to me, it feels like um, not good for me. Wasteful. I don't want to say wasteful. I just don't think it feels good. Because. Um, well, I am so excited to be going into 2022 this year. Both of us, I've got a lot of things launching. It's exciting. It's a lot of work. Mm. A lot of changes. Um, anything you want to pitch before we close out? Um, I would just like to say for all of you friends out there, for both of us, because like Sarah's getting ready to launch her Patreon. I've got my Patreon community. Um, and something I am very excited about is, um, I'm starting to plan out a retreat. Um, we're going for summertime. Um, uh, I, I, I actually really, um, oh, you never went there. One of the places I'm trying to do is actually in Hot Springs. Um, it's a, it's this, it's on Airbnb. It's called the Wheel of Bliss. If you Google it on Airbnb, Google it on Airbnb. It. Um, it's called the Wheel of Bliss. I went there for one of my friend's weddings. It was for Micah's wedding oh, right, bef- right before um, Wild Goose. And it's just a big house. You can sleep like 13 people. You can campground outside. Um, and if we bring our own sound equipment and music, we can literally just throw ourselves a mini festival out there. So, you know, I'm in it. I'm into it. So I'm just saying that like, we need to just vision it. Dirty rotten church camp. Vision. I love it. I'm into it. Let's do it. Okay. Well, um, Uh, friends, lovers. Oh wait, do you have anything that you need to promote? This week, uh, my Patreon will go live by the end of this week um, because I want to start making spaces again. The podcast, uh, my personal podcast that uh, had a co-host for a while and now it's just going to be me, which is, um, oh, she's great. It's going to so be excited. me. Oh, no, it's no, going to no, be no. me. But I'm hiring a uh, like a great editor. I'm excited about that. Mm. My uh, new podcast, Revcovery, is coming out. We have been in post-production for a little while. So it's, I think it's going to be really good selecting some fun music, all that. Uh, yeah. So excited about that. And uh, that's all I have to promote. Really join us, follow us, please like subscribe, comment, tell your friends about it. Mark, we're so glad you're here. We got a new deconstructing Christian here. Just got out of plan. Listen, let me tell uh, you what, so, we're glad to have you here. If Welcome. you, if you ever want to come to my church and do worship, 
when we meet in person again, we're on a break from meeting in person. Which, oh yeah. my God. I know it's the right thing to do. I know it's the smart and healthy thing to do, but my God, I'm not going to lie. I hate, I hate, I hate doing zoom church. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. Anyways, sorry to end it on a bummy. Anyways, Wait, before we go, we what's, you. what's your what's your um, what's your advice for the week? Since we have time, we used to we used to dole out good. Um, yeah, let's get back to that. What's what is the what do you what do you advise this week? What's your advice for our friends this week? My really, I think, great advice is to um, pay attention to your day. Notice when you are most. Uh, like when you feel like you can be most productive and work in that space instead of trying to shove. And if you can um, shove all your work into, I feel like so many ways we, we keep trying to like fit our lives into different, like, this is what I need to do this. This is what I need to do this. So chart out your this week, just notice, just spend some time noticing. So for me, I always was trying to work at a certain time. So I started getting up at six 30 every morning and working out because that works for me. And I realized um, I just feel like, my advice for you is pay attention to your own rhythms and don't try to just use someone else's. Yeah. Ooh, shit. I do have something else I need to promote before I give my advice. No. Tarot school. You want to learn how to read tarot cards? Right. You want to learn how to read them in Comunidad? You want to get it for uh, just two payments of $77? Well, you can. So go to the link in my bio, wherever you're listening or hearing this. Um 52 people have signed up. I'm fucking blown away. I'm very excited. It's seven weeks of live workshops where I'm going to take you from tarot basic to tarot bad bitch in seven weeks. Um, But it's really, really cool. You get to practice with other people. It is one of the ways I found my grounding. Um, So please come hang out with us uh, over uh, at that. You can go to uh, at the Kevin Garcia and just click the link in my bio and sign up there. Um... My advice for the week is even Come on, if, Kevin, what you got? even if you are not ready for the day, it cannot always be night. Oh. It's from TikTok. Can Don't unpack that No, I will not unpack that. I have nothing more to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's Mystery. my advice for the week. Even that's also from TikTok. Um, so like Go look it up. Oh, follow me on TikTok if you want to hear about my trailer all the time, because <laughs> that's all I do on there. Uh, I okay. Also, okay, maybe this is something to talk about next week. I I want to talk about like I've been thinking just a lot about how like sure. what the I turned on TikTok. I was gonna try to find that thing. Keep going. Um, the thing I was thinking about was uh, how, you know, for, for you and me who are like, for lack of a better term, like on the influencer, we're in the influencer land and I just need to be real about that. That's what I'm doing. I'm making social media content and that is how I make money now. And also I do coaching things, but like it's part of, it's part of the gig, right? Part of what you do. Right. I like social media because it allowed me to connect with people and also gave me a community when I had none. And it's also the place that helped me pay my bills. And it's also a place where like I engage with all these other things. And it's also a place where like, I feel 
the need to project a certain kind of thing while also trying to be myself. But if I'm only myself and I don't do the thing that works on social media, then I don't get to play and then I don't get to pay my bills. And yeah, da, 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 da. you see what I'm saying? Okay, okay, yep, yep, it's a cycle. This is what's on my brain. Um, but yeah. if you want to talk about it, tune in next week for the really adventures next of week. Kevin's crazy brain. Um, I love you. Um, my advice I love you. stands. We love um, you. We do. And Sarah Louise Jane Heath, you're the best. So until next you're week, everybody, take your meds, call your person, shake your ass a little bit. Um, tune in to VH1 RuPaul's Drag Race and tell me what you think about the cisgender heterosexual queen on the show. Oh, I didn't know there was one. I'm excited. I'll go check that Ooh, out. Ooh, bitch. When I tell you, there, people are in the fees about it too. Ooh, that's the next thing I'm doing right now. We love you. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.